Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. So today I had a conversation with someone who's becoming a very important friend quickly. Um, We were talking about negatives, like using the metaphor and the literal word (laughs) negative, Um, the way that we use it, like positive and negative, the dark side, the light side, but using it mostly in like a photography analogy where you have the negative, you know, you have the negative that then produces the photo. And it was yielding a bunch of interesting ways to look at things. It's definitely an interesting metaphor. It's a basic one too, but we were toying with it a little bit more. So hopefully, yeah, there's some interesting tangents that can be gone off on that are outside of just the basic. But yeah, just the very concept because As you already know, if you listen to any of the podcasts, I'm a big fan of releasing the negative, (laughs) negative, the stigma, the crappy um, stigma associated with the negative side of life. It has done wonders for me. It is like this big enlightenment thing to just like embrace it and see it for what it is instead of this thing that's to be avoided, that's like against you or, you know, any of that. So like the negative side of life, the negative emotions in life, I want to embrace them. And metaphors like this really help show how that's possible because we all have such deeply ingrained stuff to make us think that like negative is negative. It's just negative. It's horrible. It's not stuff you want. It's, you know... um, against you it's the stuff that you've got to fight against and it's all the distasteful stuff and sure it is I mean we had to come up with a name for it and like negative has been the name so I'm not ignoring the fact that there is a flavor (laughs) you know that we're discussing here that is a less palatable flavor even for myself like I'm you know but it's it's interesting to take these other ways to look at it like for example a negative is needed it has to happen for that picture to come out the way it does you know it's this necessary one that leads to the other so they are linked they one doesn't get created without the other and so you know you you see more of a necessity for it um, when you're thinking of it in terms of photography and you know what really got brought up in this um, conversation was we were talking about her belief, which I think is a very interesting one to consider. And honestly, I hadn't quite seen it that way. Um, But that desires come from their negative, like the desires, these things that are created in us that we kind of think, and I typically have up until this point kind of thought that like desires are this beautiful, magical, wondrous thing that just come purely from the spring, the wellspring of our hearts. You know, I have this desire and that they're the roadmap to our life and that we should follow these desires. And they're this beautiful sort of celestial energy that comes through us that's sort of leading us on our way towards our life purpose. And I'm not discrediting that or tossing that out because I do think that's still true. That's still true. They are a great roadmap. But she threw in this other way of looking at it where desires are coming from their negative. So a desire for wealth comes from its negative at the core of you or at the core of where your, you know, light shines through very much like in photography, you know, the core of your being, the core of your essence, 
you must have a negative there, an imprint, okay, because that's what a negative is, like a core belief or some sort of imprint, maybe just an impression that you got as a kid, because that's definitely the way it makes sense for me, of not having money or not having wealth or being in a place of, you know, lack. Or if you have this strong desire for a partner or partnership or love or community or love of your life kind of person, well, then there must be this negative that just sort of goes along with it. It's just, it's, you know, it's sort of coupled necessity at the core of you that is having the light shine through that is the negative of that, like a lack of community or feeling of not mattering to someone or not having a partner, you know, partnerlessness must be that negative there. And it's what's then creating the photograph, the desire, the thing that's manifesting as this, you know, clear picture of like, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what my map looks like. And it's not wrong. It's not wrong that um, that is a roadmap. And I can see, and that would be probably a whole different podcast for a different way. I mean, for a different day, how all this would then trickle down and play out. Like, yes, it could still be a nice, beautiful map. Um, You know, your desires are the magic that kind of spring forth within you. They're, They're your roadmap. They're your compass. They talk about you they're directly out of you but it's not as direct we kind of it is but I think I was thinking before that it's just like these were coming directly from the wellspring of your being and that they were just literally um, crumbs to follow and they still are but one of the most interesting reasons that they are good crumbs to follow is because they come from this negative, this imprint, because yes, I got imprinted as a child on several different things, you know, feeling alone or partnerless in the world, that then did lead to many of my desires. There were plenty of other desires too. And I can totally trace them back to a negative that sits at the core of my being that was an original impression. And maybe I was born into it. Maybe I got it when I was young, but yeah, and it was imprinted there. So then Who's to say chasing the breadcrumb trail of like following this desire, it helps the negative to be lifted, you know, because then if you get a partner, then you are not partler partnerless. <laughs> I cannot say that word today. And so that maybe reverses it or maybe the breadcrumbs lead you to uh, shift that negative anyway. And her point was that maybe you can shift that negative in the first place. And it might have a more efficient effect on how things trickle down and play out um, or just, you know, that you can hit a problem from both sides. And that was an interesting component. I feel like there's a lot more in there for me to play with and that I kind of want to map it out better. So I'm going to kind of leave the rest of that alone. Like are desires really a roadmap or are they simply a negative, you know, a picture that's been created by a negative We'll say that for a different day. I feel like that's a nice question and topic, but I'm not totally ready there. I just wanted to play with this part first because I see so much truth in it. And I love that it's just a simple metaphor of photography and negative space and how important negative space is. Like it is just as important as the positive space because it is 
just as integral in making that positive space what it is, you know. Um, she also used this other analogy or statement that she had heard in like design work, like a friend of hers is a designer. And he was like, you know, the secret to design is the negative space. And I've heard that before. I've heard that before in photography. I've heard that before, you know, in in design work, whether it be interior design or, you know, graphic design, because that negative space is what's creating the positive space. It's like that background behind the foreground is defining the foreground as much as the foreground is, you know, because it's shaping it, you know, who's to say? Is it the pink line that's shaping the the bubble or the black backdrop that has the circle cut out of it that's like creating the space you know who there is no distinction there there is no way to know whether it's the pink line in the front or the black line in the back that's creating that circle or defining those differences, defining that foreground pink bubble, you know, you you can't say they do that hand in hand. And it's very much the same. I mean, metaphor is beautiful for everything. The negative space, the negative things in life, the negative imprint, Uh, creates the positive photograph, you know, the positive imprint that is what we call the photograph. They are just inextricably linked. They create each other. There is no saying which one, you know, is and isn't. It's just that we've defined one as the positive and one as the negative, but they both have to be there. They, you know, it's only a matter of perspective or which way you're looking at it. I mean, how many optical illusion memes and things out there have we all seen that are all about, you know, are you looking at the background as the foreground or the foreground as the background? So which picture do you see, you know? And, and so you see how it's totally just about definitions. We've just put definitions, but the two things are the two things that are totally inextricably linked. They need each other. And I feel like that's a beautiful metaphor for all the negative things in life. I mean, it's the negative space that defines the positive space just like you know people say like you wouldn't know what good is unless bad existed or unless you you know felt that shitty stuff you know okay absolutely yeah sure it's just the same thing like that contrast is what defines both (laughs) you know uh it's the contrast between them that defines all of it so they're both needed because there wouldn't be contrast Without the both, you know, you couldn't just have the one. You need both shades, the positive, the negative, to have the contrast. Um, And, yeah, so, again, I just thought that that simple thing was information enough. And then there was one other little thing. This one might also be, like, its own deal, but worth mentioning um, because it was all a part of the same conversation and it still has to do with photographs and negatives. But... The other little tangent that we started to slip away on was, okay, and interestingly enough, the more light that shines through that negative, you know, so you have this negative and the more that you blast behind it, okay, because I'm not just using the word light, like the more goodness and light, you know, because I know often the, the word lightness or darkness, like lightness gets that attribute of goodness and darkness gets that attribute of of badness. And I'm actually trying to wipe that. I mean, I'm trying to say like, all right, you know, I mean, use that if you want, but really they're both so important 
that they just are what they are. They're just the light and the dark. And you actually need the dark in order to define the light. You need uh, the light in order to define the dark and, you know, all of that. Ooh, that brings up this other one, too, that was like, um, same thing, same thing. That if you didn't have all the dark spots on the negative of the film and all that dark, opaque, covered stuff, it wouldn't create the picture. Like the light that was shining through it would be kind of useless because there would be no picture, no life, nothing to view, no contrast, no detail. So it's the exact same kind of metaphor, you know, explaining how the dark isn't dark or bad and the light isn't just good and wonderful. They both just have to be. I mean, there wouldn't, there would be no enjoyability. Enjoyability is watching the freaking beautiful movie, you know, Um, but the film has to have both light and dark for you to be able to see an enjoyable film. I mean, would just a blast of light be enjoyable? No, the enjoyable aspect i mean because we we all too often make light sound like it's the enjoyable thing and dark is the not enjoyable thing but that's not true (laughs) the enjoyable thing is the interplay between them i mean being able to watch a movie being able to watch you know the these pictures that are moving in front of us through this film as the light projects through it uh so it's not just as simple as the light there and the dark over there and this is desirable and this is not desirable So going back to the original thing that we were talking about, we were saying that the more light that shines through the negative, and by light, we just mean energy, the more energy that gets put through that negative, the more concrete the image is, actually. You know, the more light that bursts through those open spaces in the negative, the more darkness or opaqueness or solid concreteness uh, the image has to it you know Um, so in this one spot the more light or exposure you know uh, that you blast through and again light is not just meaning goodness although I guess you could look at it that way but just like light like energy from you the more will the more of yourself that you like shine through this negative the more concrete what you create is, the more um, dark and deep and ingrained of an imprint, you know, you then imprint um, through that exposure onto this picture, onto the other side that you're creating, um, the, the positive that you're creating to that negative, you know? Um, So that was another interesting one. And there's a lot to play with there too. Um, I could see lots of different ways to take that as an implication of this or that or, but really to me, it was just, again, showing, or at least the part I'm playing with today is just like showing how inextricably linked they are and how this positive, negative, dark light thing isn't so polarized. They switch roles, you know? So the negative that has these light spots, when the light is shown through it very, very um, strongly, those light spots become all the more dark, you know? So the more light you use, the darker the image. And it doesn't mean bad, per se. Although I guess you could try to play with that metaphor, too. Um But it doesn't have to. It just means the more concrete, the more of yourself, the more of your will you kind of put through 
anywhere, <laughs> you know, but the negative, the, the picture, the thing, the imprint, the world's imprint, you know, whatever happened, the more tangible like things become, the more permanent and, you know, sort of defined the image or imprint or thing that results from it, you know, like the picture um, becomes. And so that was sort of, again, another way to show how you see how these things are just not positive or negative. <laughs> They're not good or bad. When I say that, that's what I mean. But they are positives and negatives. That's all. And we've just associated this good or bad, desirable or undesirable aspect and they're just what they are and they play these interchangeable roles and they do these beautiful things and yeah. So I do plan on playing with that a lot more and just seeing what else there is because I think there are plenty of other ways we can look at the metaphor of photography. You know, the, the metaphors that photography presents, but these were just some that came forward in the most very basic way uh, just to sort of dismantle this one is desirable and one is not about positive and negative. And also this new thing that was like, oh, yeah, so our desires have a negative. You know, they're, they're, they were the natural result of a negative that was in us that produced this image or this positive that we're calling a desire and neither one is good nor bad and we shouldn't reject either but it kind of gives us this idea that we can hit the problem from both angles if we wanted to oh yeah and the other thing saying the word problem because we were talking about design and space and how um you know the negative space is just as uh, just as important of a part of the design as anything else and how it creates the design as much as anything. This was the actual quote that then came from that designer uh, that was talking with her, and it has to do with the word problem, so it's why it triggered it in my mind, but that the solution, any given solution is found in the negative space of the problem. It is the negative space of the problem. And anyway, that though is like definitely rich with some other stuff and we'll play with that another time. But I feel like seeing that you can hit a problem from both sides on the negative end or on the positive end or being able to see both is probably, <laughs> you know, the best. And I loved the fact that it was like, well, actually, because it gives a little more emphasis. It's like we think that just chasing our desires is going to get us there. And it can and it will. And it's certainly an avenue. It's definitely a roadmap for sure. But if we're actually feeling like there is a problem, I mean, living your desires or living like, oh, I desire this, like that's a great thing to do. I do think that that's like a roadmap. But sometimes I know for me, I think of a desire that's just been a long time of a struggle and like it's it's almost become a problem. It's a desire, but it's a problem because I can't necessarily follow it the way I want to. Um, or it's not happening or something like that, that's when it's like, okay, well, the solution to any given problem is found in the negative space of the problem. You know, the solution is found in the negative space. The solution to any problem is found in that negative space. Okay, cool. This gives me that perfect reason, perfect metaphor to kind of look at, well, what is that negative space then? Oh, yeah, that's that core 
imprint or that core negative that's there that's producing that desire when my being my light my vibration shines through that negative um, so what gave me that impression how did I get that negative on the front of my light on the front of my camera on the front of my you know like how did that get on the front of my projector <laughs> you know um and do I need to change slides or, you know, or what do I need to do? You know, something, uh, yeah, I don't even know. Changing slides, not necessarily. I, but I do think, and maybe I do need to change them, but I don't want to say that's the only route. It's just kind of like consider everything in need of change, but just noticing it and being aware of it already puts you somewhere new because you are noticing the negative space. So you're more likely to find that solution in the negative space around the problem because the problem isn't always presenting the solution. It's the negative space around the problem. So if the problem is like having to do with a desire that goes unmet, well, then it's the negative space around that problem, around that desire where the solution actually is. And that is in that original imprint or that just imprint wherever, you know, like what my light, my being, my vibration is shining through some kind of imprint, some negative that's a lack of whatever it is that I'm wanting, freedom. <laughs> and so freedom is this huge desire or being, you know, able to be seen or something like my negative or that imprint that I'm projecting or that my light is projecting through must be something like not being seen. And then, you know, what do I do with that? What do I do with that? Um, what can I do with that? Uh, even just knowing and getting like familiar with the negative helps me out a lot. Because <laughs> that is likely where the solution is to the problem or just knowing that it comes from this negative or respecting that negative because even if you're not just going to bust up the negative and change it and take it off of the you know camera just respect it respect it be like oh okay yeah I did get that I did get that negative that is what is on my projector for good freaking reasons and cool like so that's where this desire is getting projected from when I shine my light through it this is what's happening I you know that's step one at least that's step one because that's where the solutions are is in that negative space around the problem. <laughs> so, all right, like I said, uh, more to come on these, but that would just be sort of the original foundational metaphor for this whole negative negatives and photography or negative space conversation. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.